chapter 23. Paul looked directly at the council and said, Brothers, I've lived with a clear conscience before God to this day. The high priest Ananias commanded those standing by him to strike him on the mouth. Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting here to judge me according to the law? And contrary to the law, you command me to be struck? Those standing by said, Are you maligning God's high priest? Paul said, I did not realize, brothers, that he was the high priest. As it's written, you are not to speak evil of a ruler of your people. Paul perceived that part of the council were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, and he shouted out, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. I'm on trial for the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, an argument began between the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say that there's no resurrection, nor angels, nor spirits, but the Pharisees believe in all of these. A great clamor arose, and some of the Pharisee religious teachers stood up and argued strongly, we find no wrong in this man. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? When a fierce argument arose, the commander, fearing that they would tear Paul to pieces, commanded the soldiers to go and take him away from them by force and bring him to the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood by Paul and said, Do not be afraid, as you have testified to my cause in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. When it was day, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under an oath, swearing that they would not eat or drink until they'd killed Paul. More than 40 people were part of this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have put ourselves under a solemn oath to eat or drink nothing until we've killed Paul. Therefore you and the council inform the commander that he should bring Paul down to you as if you were going to examine his case more carefully. We are ready to kill him before he gets here. But Paul's nephew heard about their plot and went to the barracks and told Paul. Paul summoned one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the commander because he has something to tell him. So the centurion took Paul's nephew and led him to the commander and said, Paul the prisoner summoned me and asked me to bring this young man to you as he has something to tell you. The commander took the young man by the hand, drew him aside and asked him privately, What is it that you have to tell me? The Jews have conspired to ask you to bring Paul to the council tomorrow as though they were going to examine his case more carefully. But do not be persuaded to do this, because more than 40 of them will be lying in wait for him. They have bound themselves under an oath not to eat or drink until they've killed him. They are ready now, just waiting for you to agree to their request. The commander let the young man go, charging him, do not tell anyone that you have reported this to me. He called in two centurions and said, Get two hundred soldiers ready to go to Caesarea, along with seventy soldiers on horses and two hundred more armed with spears.
Have them ready to leave at nine o'clock tonight. Provide horses for Paul to ride to take him safely to Governor Felix. He wrote a letter that went like this. From Claudius Lysias to His Excellency Governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them when I came with soldiers and rescued him after learning that he was a Roman citizen. Wanting to know the reason for their accusations, I took him to their council. I found that he was being accused on matters concerning their law, but I found no charge worthy of death or imprisonment. When I was informed that there was a plot against this man, I sent him to you immediately, charging his accusers to bring their accusations against him before you. So the soldiers carried out their orders and took Paul by night to Antipatris. The next day they left the horsemen to go with him and returned to the barracks. When they came to Caesarea, they delivered the letter to the governor and also presented Paul to him. When the governor had read the letter, he asked what province Paul was from. On learning that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will give you a hearing when your accusers arrive. He commanded that Paul be kept in Herod's palace.